What's up, everybody? I'm Steph. And I'm Mari. We are two licensed professional counselors in the state of Wisconsin, and this is the Rewriting Her Story podcast, a mindset podcast for everyone. Here we'll discuss daily issues we face ourselves, struggles our clients are having, and ways to tackle everyday life, and whatever else comes up. We take a no-bullshit approach while still being empathetic and supportive. Let's Let's fucking fucking go. go. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I... I don't think I've stopped smiling, dude. Dude, same. Let's just mark the date that we're recording this, even though it's going to premiere on a different date. But it is February 13th, 2021, and our first episode debuted on Spotify today, and it feels so surreal good and like yeah <laughs> it feels and amazing so good and like again I think we kind of talked about this but like launching this podcast is like having a baby right like it's you know like we created this and now it's like coming to fruition and it just it's it's weird but it's really fucking cool dope I'm so excited it it definitely feels like we are stepping into that next level and I am just so excited for everyone to to be able to take something away from what we talk about so absolutely we today we (laughs) I forget that people can't see me (laughs) nobody knows I'm doing like finger guns it's just me making random noises I can only imagine what they're imagining that we're doing though (laughs) Uh, laughing hysterically and like moving in and away from the microphone like yes. a bunch of <laughs> lunatics. Anyways, okay. Today we are going to discuss motivation. Motivation, motivation, motivation. So I, when we were talking about topics, this came up in such a big way for me because I currently am about to start week six of an eight-week fitness challenge. It is um, with um, a popular influencer on Instagram, and you can either um, have someone following along and helping you, like someone who motivates you um, and gives you macros and whatnot, or you can just do it by yourself and figure out the workouts by yourself and whatnot. So I chose to have someone um, help support me. However, um, I did it more for an accountability factor rather than, like, me needing that person. However, I say all that to say this. There is a group on a social media where women who have, and I suppose guys, too, could be in this. I don't know why they couldn't be. Um, I just haven't seen any guy post. Um, But so these women in this group are posting in Saturdays or check-in days, so that's why I'm, like, having this thought of, like, I didn't see the scale move today. Like, everyone, I saw, I was proud of my PR, so a personal record or a personal best, and then I saw somebody else's, and then I got discouraged, and then this happened and this happened, and I just want to hug all of them and be like, what you are doing is good enough. Like, it's good enough because you're doing it for you. It doesn't matter how and what way you're doing it. It matters why. And, like, that motivation, the reason why I thought this was such a great topic for us to talk about is because so many clients, and I know you've experienced this, so many clients come up to us, or come to us, not come up to us, but come to us during sessions, and are like, I just don't have any motivation. I just don't have the drive. The amount of times that I've heard that in the past... I mean, obviously, like, 11 years, but in the past just, like, two weeks in general has been, like, outstanding. I feel like it literally comes out of everybody's mouth, whether it be my teenager saying, 
teenagers as in my clients. I don't have a teenager at home. I know. I was like, wait, bitch, clients, what? Like, no, my, this what child do we that need I've been to talk about? <laughs> yeah. No, I've been hiding this teenager at home for the past, you know, six years. But they were like, you know, I had so much homework, but I just like wasn't motivated to do it. Or I wasn't yes. motivated to get up to go to class today. And it's just like, bro, when did the expectation change that like you don't have to do those things? Because when I was in fucking mm-hmm. high school, it wasn't an option to not do them. You just did and it. I feel like, right. And I feel like there's two schools of thought that I want us to talk about today. I want us to talk about the the first school of thought of being like, you have to. Like, there's no other option. There's no other mm-hmm. way. You have to. And the second school of thought being getting in touch with yourself and recognizing when it's okay to take a rest day. And whether that rest day is from your exercising or whether your that rest day is from doing work at home or like whatever rest means to you, your definition from away from whatever stimuli, there's two schools of thought that we have to look at. Um, because absolutely, I, I have teen clients like that and I have adults and even like some days when I wake up I'm like man I don't know if I have it in me today however Mm -hmm. it's that 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 thought process of like there is no other choice there's no other choice so instead of this um victim mentality or woe is me or sitting all the way on that acceptance side if we're if we're walking the middle path DBT. I feel like there should be like a DBT, like like a ding, ding, ding of when like skills come in. <laughs> but like walking the middle path, that's all the way on acceptance side of like, well, I just don't want to do it. I'm not going to get up. Like it's never going to get better. I'm never going to progress anyways. What's the point? That like asking yourself in that moment and those moments, like, is that effective? Is behaving in that way effective? Well, and I think even changing the verbiage, and I've told people this before, you know, instead of saying, I don't have the motivation to work out, switch your verbiage and say, it's not important to me, and see how that feels. It feels like shit. Yes, it right? feels like or absolute even garbage. even saying, I don't want to. And if you're really wanting to make a change and wanting to do something different, saying, I don't want to, is like, yeah, but actually I do. So how can I get myself there to do it? It's not important to me. Eating healthy, yes. treating my body with respect, not important. What? Yep. That doesn't feel good. So, yeah, absolutely. Yep. And even even changing the verbiage to, I get to. Mm-hmm. Like, if, like, if you realistically think about it, this will put this in perspective for me today. Um, and, like, just as we were getting on, I was, like, getting, like, round two of soreness from my arm of getting that mm-hmm. second vaccine. So, like, today I was thinking, like, oh, I could really get my fifth workout in and be done and be good to go for my weekly workouts and my arm was so sore and I just couldn't and throughout the day it was starting to feel better and then just getting on I was like man it's sore again and it's in those moments when you're you have a sore arm or your legs hurt or what you know you're you get sick and you can't work out that you are like oh what a privilege it is and maybe you don't think about it like oh what a privilege I'm so blessed but like that's I think how we should be framing it. That's how we should be looking at it. Dude, after being diagnosed with RA and feeling like I'm never going to be able to work out like I used to when I had that, like, whole mentality of, like, my whole life is going to change now because everything hurts all the time, when I could work out again and do push-ups or do handstands or headstands like I, I love to do, I was like, I need to be grateful for my body and what it does for me when it's working properly, right? Like, changing your perspective on how you view a situation 
makes a fucking world of difference. Absolutely. Your perception is your reality. If you sit there and frame in your mind that this is too hard, I can't do it, there's not enough support, I'll never make it, any of those things, that's absolutely what you are going to manifest and what will happen. And to, to lead into that second school of thought, like how beautiful it was to watch you transition from being diagnosed to being able to get back into your working out and the fitness and the things that you do, but then now listening to your body and Mm -hmm. taking that rest when you need it. That's that other school of thought that I'm talking about. Like I have some clients who are like, well, I, you know, I work my full-time job and then I have this part-time job and then I have my three kids at home and then I've got this and then I've got this. And I just don't, I'm not sure why I'm so tired. And I'm like, are you, are you serious? I know why you're tired. I'm tired listening to you, honey. Let's get a break in there. Like, can I like bring your laundry to session and let's fold it while we're talking? Like, oh my God. Literally. I do just want to nap. I won't even bill you. Like we can have a, we can nap. Like I just, it makes me feel so like, it makes my heart hurt for those people, but then it also brings that, like, gosh, I think I'm busy. And not saying that my schedule mm-hmm. isn't, I'm not dismissing the things that I go through. I know that they're tough or some days feel overwhelming or whatever that it may be. But it's just that that piece of um, that comparison coping skill, DBT, <laughs> that comparison coping skill. We're looking at somebody else's situation and then you having gratitude um, and I want to say humility for your own of like just being able to recognize like I can handle these things and so that second school of thought of like taking that time and rest for yourself of it's okay to say no it's okay to not add something else on and well I feel like I should be says who who said that Mm -hmm. who you did. You made up that expectation and or society did. Well, I think it goes back to what we talked about in um, Mindset Masterclass Level 2 last week of, yes. you know, our productivity doesn't define who we are. Just because we're not busy 24-7 does not mean we're not a successful person. It doesn't mean that we're not living our life. So we cannot base how fulfilled we are, how successful we are, or how happy we are based on all the fucking shit we're doing throughout the day. There are days that... Like Sundays are my day to do nothing. And so on those days, I know that I have nothing to do. I know that I can look forward to just like laying around and relaxing or doing whatever. And I feel accomplished because I did Mm -hmm. that without guilting or shaming myself because I took a rest day. And here's the thing. When you first started setting those Sundays up for yourself, how easy was it to just transition into doing nothing? It wasn't easy at all because again, I based my, I mean, it sounds ridiculous maybe, but like for a long time I would base my self-worth on how busy I was because I was always told like you don't just sit around and do nothing like if you're if you're off of work you should be doing something around the house should obviously mm-hmm. cognitive mm-hmm. error right but that was kind of ingrained in me of like there's no time to sit still mm-hmm. you have to get stuff done you should always be doing something and Monday through Thursday that's pretty much how I live my life mm-hmm. right like I'm working 75 jobs <laughs> doing virtual school with my son doing all the things right and then by the time Friday comes raising like, my goats and chickens yes and my teenager <sighs> that I've hidden for, yes. for the past six years can't so believe. what's their name <laughs> I can't tell you that <laughs> I was looking up quotes though earlier because I was like, you know, people ask me all the time, like, how do you stay motivated? And we've talked about this before. Like, motivation is fleeting. It's not even necessarily real. It's just a word that everybody uses all the fucking time. I am not motivated. I'm 
discipline. Yes, it's an emotion. Because I know, yes, I know that if I don't do these things, I'm going to be a nightmare. Like, that is the reality of the matter. I'm going to be a nightmare. However, if I don't do them because I'm in pain, I can accept that now because I've had to. Whereas if I'm just, like, talking myself out of it, I'm going to be a dick. Absolutely, because it's a legitimate reason as to why you aren't doing that thing. I'm in pain. I don't feel good. I need to honor my body. Makes sense. I don't want to do it because I don't want to. What the fuck? Where is that going to get you? That's a willful attitude. Having that willful Mm -hmm. attitude of not working towards those goals and things that you want to do. Here's the thing. When you come to this realization that you want to make changes, you are at that fork in the road. You are at that point of where you go and you realize, okay, this road may not be well-traveled. And it may not be easy, but this is at least maybe one step closer to getting to those dreams, hopes, goals, person I want to be versus doing the same shit I've done. So, you, I mean, you can choose. You choose. It's, it is yep. entirely up to you. And do not do not get me wrong. There will be tree branches and flooded rivers and downed potholes, yeah, potholes downed bridges in your way. How bad do you want it? How bad do you want it? And I don't want to hear like, like when people, there's that meme of like, choose your heart. And then it's like, Mm -hmm. some people's heart is like, some people don't have the same heart and blah, blah. Like, I, I understand that we are not all coming from the same economic background. We are not coming from the same racial background. We are not coming from the same background, period. Yep. What we need to understand though is, and what I wrote in my, in my Instagram caption tonight with my picture. (laughs) (laughs) is is you are enough you are enough you have everything you need you have everything you need to do what you want to do you just have to try you have to and back to what you were talking about earlier about like the game of like the comparison game right you also can't compare your day one to somebody else's day oh my god amen Amen, church. I'm not going to look at all these people's podcasts who have been podcasters for 10 years and be like, I only got four listeners. They've been doing it for fucking 10 years and have a thousand. What? <laughs> Why don't we have 8,000 streams yet? I don't get it. <laughs> I'm confused. Like, like, what? I just, and I feel like people do that all the time because, again, social media is in your yes. face. And so how can you not? Right. And I think we've been taught since we were younger as a society, now like the entering that age of internet and like being able to, you know, MySpace, my top eight friends, Snapchat, my top three friends, and that like uh, Facebook might have top, I don't think they do, whatever. Either way, oh, you could put your six pictures up and like, who's in your picture? Kind of like MySpace, like, oh my God. Like, so looking at all this comparison and like in your face of like, well, they have this and they look like, this and this is that it it doesn't matter they don't have the Mm -hmm. same situation as you they don't have the same situation the same setup the same goals the same dreams the same they don't and here's the thing if you want it bad enough you're gonna get it period period like that's it and at the end of the day the only person you should be comparing yourself to is the person you were yesterday amen and where you want to be tomorrow right not anybody else I mean, you can have people that you look up to, right? Like, yes, we've talked about how we love Brene Brown. Mm, I would love to be on her level someday, and maybe that will happen for me. But if not, I'm not going to say that I wasn't successful because I'm not Brene Brown. That's not the case. And here's the thing. We need, like, a like a, a record scratch, like, when shit. <laughs> when shit's about to get real. Because here's the thing. If you're sitting here listening to this, and you're like, 
no, you don't understand. This is that, but this is that. You're part of the problem. You're part of the problem. You need to hear this right now. That attitude is part of the problem. That attitude is not going to get you to your dreams and your goals and your hopes. And here's the thing. I can say that and Steph can say that and we can have this real ass moment with you right now because we have both been there. Both of us. Yep. Both have been sitting in the dirt, rolling around in it, wondering why we got stains on our clothes. And nothing was handed to us. No. Like, this didn't just, like, fall in our lap or this opportunity was given to us. Like, we worked for it, and we're going to continue to work for it, and we're going to continue to grow and continue to, like, keep it pushing because we're disciplined and have the desire for more. Major and I think when you... you were made for more. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. I didn't know where that was going, but yeah, I Rachel it. Hollis, the um, other goat. Yes, agreed. I think, I think people always want to find a reason for something, mm-hmm. right? A reason mm-hmm. to do something, a reason to not do something. When why can't we just live in the moment and just do it? Why do we have to try to explain it all? Because I think people want that sense of control of like, this is the reason Mm -hmm. for the problem. So then I don't have to blame myself. I I can blame this thing and I don't have to look at myself. I don't have to turn inward and understand that it's me and it's always been me. And here's the thing. You're you're doing it to you. You're doing it to yourself. Mm -hmm. You're doing it to yourself. Then, Then keep looking for your reason why. Go on your magical scavenger hunt and I hope you find something. Let me know. Write me a postcard. And again, like we've talked about, I think we talked about it in episode two about it's all about choices. And that's honestly what it always comes down to is you have the choice to make a move or not make a move. And then you have to live with whatever choice you make. And hear me when I say this, everything is figure outable. You can come back from it. All right, Marie Forleo. I know. (laughs) Goat. (laughs) Goat. I didn't realize we were just talking about the people we admire today. Like, is that (laughs) it? Glennon Doyle, are you here? There are are motivation. Abby Wombeck, is that you? (laughs) Oh my God, I love her. Anyway, sorry. Who else can we throw in? Sonia and Renee, are you there? Talking about you next. (laughs) Oh, my Lanta. We go on a highlight reel. Michelle Obama, what? Are you listening? Oh. For real. Madame VP. Sorry, I'm done now. (laughs) It's okay. When it comes down to it, you have to decide if your outcome of what your, like, desirable goal is, if your outcome is worth more than the effort it takes to get there. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, your outcome has to be so big and so great that putting forth the effort feels good because you know where it's going. Like, and let me even break that down even more. Why... Can't we look at, or help me understand, why we as a society aren't looking at the journey as part of the exciting part rather than focusing on that goal? Like, I understand the goal sure. is huge, and it's and we, whatever goal that it may be, the goal is huge, and it's it's exciting and desirable. It can be sparkly and, ex- and just there and pretty. However, like, leading up to it doesn't have to be a terrible Time. Like, you can absolutely mm-hmm. learn phenomenal, amazing things and discover who you are on that journey. And then maybe two, three, four weeks, months, years into that journey, you're like, it was never about the goal. It was never about mm-hmm. that. It was about all of these steps that I needed to take to find out who I was. And I did. And man, now I know that there is no such thing as my goal. It's just with the next level. It's just continuing. It's just this journey, this continuance. Well, it's understanding whatever's going to happen is going to happen, right? And no amount of overthinking it is going to change that. And it's not... People think that overthinking things is preparing them for what's to come. We don't know what's to come. 
And that can be terrifying or that can be really fucking exciting. Absolutely. It depends on you. Mm-hmm. Your perspective. And that's that's where I was going before I just went off on my tangent about all of the women that I admire. That's what I was think, talking about is, like, everything is figureoutable in the sense of, like, you can come back from whatever decision you make. Like, we're therapists. Mm-hmm. We, like, we are, I feel like, are born and bred in to believe that people can change. Like, that we just, that's our thought process. That's our goal. That's why we have jobs. You Mm -hmm. can change from any decision that you make along that way on that journey. You can make a decision and be like, yeah, that wasn't the one. That's okay. Now I need to stop, refocus, recenter, and make another decision. It's not about good or bad or wrong or right or, you know, good versus evil. It's, It's none of that. It's just staying mindful in that journey and being like, okay, was this closer towards who I want to be or did it take me away from that? And if it took me away from that, let's figure out maybe... Where is the next place that I can go? How can I shift and make a new trajectory towards who I want to be? Or what did I learn from that decision that didn't turn out the greatest, right? You don't have to view it as like this horrible sense of regret and dread. Like you learn something from every choice you make or do not make. And you need to decide what you're going to hold on to from that lesson. Absolutely. Man. I feel good. I feel good. Same. And I feel like once people can get a hold of their verbiage that works for them and maybe, you know, if the word motivation fucking stresses you out because you're like, I'm not motivated to do it, then switch that word. Take the fucking word out and use a different word. Absolutely. Like take it out. Yeah. You don't like it. Don't use it. You have control over that. Yes. 100%. I know. I'll bring up Brene Brown again. (laughs) But what Brene says in her book, Dare to Lead, and I really love this, is I'm not here to be right. I'm here to get it right. And so it's that Mm -hmm. constant, in my mind, I view this as this constant restructuring of am I moving towards the way that I want to be? And if not, how do I get back on that path and keep moving forward Um, and just reevaluating and being able to say, like... Admit when you're wrong. Admit when you're like, that one didn't go so well. Let's restructure and and keep moving about and not keep moving about, but like keep reviewing the steps that we're taking to make sure they're bringing us closer. And if they're not, that's okay. Pause, be mindful, meditate and continue on. So in, in wrapping up what we've just talked about, yes, what have we learned about motivation. In my mind, there's two schools of thought. There is the, you know, motivation of the, like, well, I want I want to work out. I know I should work out, or I know I should eat healthy. I know I should get this project done or my homework. Um, and then we don't. And so it's taking a step back and understanding, like, it. you are the one who's making those choices. You need to make sure that you are focused, and that's something that you want to be doing, because you're the one in control. Nobody's going to come and do it for you. You need to recognize that. That's right. And then the second part of it, of maybe not having that, and I'm going to use motivation in quotes here, because it's taking a step back and reevaluating our life of, are we, are we even at the capacity to do what we're asking ourselves to do in this moment? Like we're still in the middle of a pandemic and I laugh because on TikTok, they're like, we're in the middle of a Panera and like, they use all these different B words. It's so funny. (laughs) (laughs) So we're still in the middle of a pandemic. This is almost a year long sustained trauma that we are all going through If you're working a job, working a second job, teaching your kids in online schooling, still expected to do dinner and cleaning, and you got all of these moving parts, 
and you're gonna sit here and shame yourself because you just got off your 12-hour shift and you don't want to work out sister go to bed take that break mm -hmm. your your body is begging for it the only other thing that i'll say to add on to it is really really if you are trying to make a change and you are trying to be more disciplined or you are trying to be more whatever word it is that you want to fucking use, check your priorities, bro. Yeah. Like, if you are getting up at 5 a.m. and scrolling TikTok for two and a half hours, check your fucking priorities, okay? If you want to make a healthy lifestyle change, if you want to make sure you eat breakfast every day, if you want to work out in the morning, if you want to meditate, if you want to journal, the list goes on and on and oh, on. Oh, it goes on. Check your fucking priorities, and change accordingly. And here's the thing. Be honest with yourself. That is, that, that is a beautiful, beautiful thing to say, Steph. Check your priorities. Because, man, if I have not heard, well, I wanna, I, I really want to find a nice guy, or I really want to lose weight, or I really want to work out, or I want to do this. What, are, what steps are you taking to put yourself in that position, in that path? You cannot keep doing the same thing over and over again and expect a different outcome. Nothing changes if nothing changes. Oh, I love that. You know I do. Mm-hmm. I know. It's a good one. Uh, all right. I feel motivated. Shoot. Uh, same. Same. I can go all night. I could. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We hope you guys got something out of this episode. Yes. We can't wait for the next one. Until then, we'll see ya. Bye. Bye.